safe to assume we're probably live by now, Jamil. And hello, everyone, and welcome here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. It is Wednesday, October 7th, 2020. It is season 22 of Big Brother. It is the Vito reaction episode. I'm Dave Mater, joined with co-host Jamil Robinson, and Jeff Mater is his his camera's here at least. Uh, and we are here to cover about this episode tonight. Um, so okay. Uh, there was a <laughs> I thought this episode was amazing in some ways. I have to say, they made it entertaining. Uh, this whole competition, this veto competition, was a big highlight for me tonight, Jamil. But um, it was also kind of a little bit nauseating in just how well everything goes for Cody. And it's just like, oh, so how are you feeling? Cody, can't, Cody can't lose. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to sail into the rest of this finale, until finale light. I'm ready. I got my tums. Bring it on. Congratulations, Cody. Congratulations, Cody. Heading that way, you know, he can't be stopped. This is real. He was bred for this. He was bred for this. Oh, oh, you didn't know where Jeff is? Jeff is actually finishing up that competition. Um, He studied under Enzo and and Tyler. And um, don't worry, he's going to be here in about, you know, two, three, 25 minutes. I don't, like, I don't know if I like this one or not. Uh, yeah, so, okay. Here, let's... Actually, why don't we just go to... Well, hi, uh, Jeff's uh, thing for now, because I don't know what's going on. So, let's see if he comes back. All right. So, um, Jamil, how did you... Uh, okay, so we, we covered Cody. Okay, but, okay, my favorite part of tonight in this whole episode was... Enzo doing this competition and his confessional accompanying this thing. And he was like, um, so what do you want me to think? That they're not at the game? right?" And it was just like how he delivers the line. It was amazing. It cracked me up so Boo! much. He started booing himself. He, yeah, it was just yeah, it was just like, what's going on? And the fact that Cody who, okay, is seemingly an airhead and a, like a ditzy kind of a guy, but also uh, really smart, I guess, in some ways, and intelligent. And uh, he, all, when he talks in his confessionals, he always comes across as this like really confident, strategic threat. But I don't know if he sped those lines or if that's actually coming out of, like he's coming, those are his thoughts coming out of his mouth. Take two. I'm really good at this game. He, they they cut out all the likes that he says, like. Even when he's looking right at the camera for like a prolonged period in those in those confessionals, they have the teleprompter there ready for him. So, so they are feeding him lines. You're saying, yeah. I'm 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 just being very cute now. Um, look, Cody isn't a complete moron. Let's just say that. That's the first thing. Second thing is. He's obviously hamming it up with Enzo. Uh, just they're bored, so they're probably saying stupid stuff for the lols, right? Just to, you know, just to pass time. So I never think that Cody's a dummy to begin with. Like Co- Cody's much smarter than Enzo. Let's let's just say he's much smarter than Enzo. Do you but, think that Enzo no, no, knows about what uh, sister-in-law means? I think he 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 knows he knows what it is, but I don't think he knows the origin of the word, right? Enzo That's what Cody. he doesn't know, 
right? There's a, look, honestly, there's a lot of things. You could probably grill me on some words, and I'll be like, I know what the word means or what it's associated with, but if you want me like to give you the the origin of the word, then you know, I'm sorry, I can't. I don't do know if it's it. I don't know if it's as much of a word origin as it is just sort of a uh, a, a technicality in terms of what what why we use the the phrase at all. Um, or obviously in lieu, like money laundering, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's 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 what I associated it with. Uh, yeah, like it's never, it's neither here nor there. It's, uh, uh, yeah, okay. So let's get back to this episode talking about today. And yeah, there was a lot of hamming it up between Cody and what? Enzo and, and, and Nicole's always in the room apparently, or she was in the room tonight in a lot of this footage. Uh, and we saw that, you know, she, I don't know quite know where she fits in with the dynamic of this, but I guess, I mean, this is who she thinks is our final three maybe now. Uh, As of right now. Like, yes, definitely. Right. So that's who she's cozying up to. And, uh, you know, not just, she shouldn't do that. Um, but it makes sense for her. No. Yeah. I just yeah. like, it's pretty obvious. It is. I'm. I'm gonna switch cameras so I can look directly into your baby blues a little bit okay. better. Good. Okay, right. so that's why that's, that's important. I need, yeah. It just feels kind of awkward me kind of moving things around like this, but it's all gonna make sense in like two minutes. In two minutes. Two, two minutes. minutes. Okay. Two minutes. Two right. minutes, Turkish. <laughs> minutes. Uh, yeah. So Nicole. Okay. Like I don't know. She seems well insulated, even going into this final five. Pretty well. I don't like, except unless it's Memphis who wins or whoever stays between. Not, if, if Christmas stays around, does she want to go after Nicole or would she? Well, Christmas will go after any woman. So she'll go after Nicole. So Nicole doesn't want Christmas around. Uh, like Chris, uh, like Nicole would rather Tyler and uh, Christmas to be gone. Right. Um, she she probably feels that Memphis will take out Cody before it takes out her. No, you know what? Actually, I disagree. She wants she wants Cody. That's it. Cody and Enzo. That's who she wants. Because Enzo would would take um, Cody and her for sure. Uh, Enzo won't take Memphis. Enzo won't take uh, take Christmas. So, mm -hmm. and Cody will take her. Obviously, like let, let's forget that Nicole is. A former winner. With all that's done in this season, can Nicole beat Cody? Um, Just resume wise, I don't think so. I don't think so uh, because I don't think she, I think she's played a very sort of under the radar, mousy, if you will, kind of game. That's not really going to get a lot of respect from this particular group and what they are going to see as value and who who played the game hard. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I, I don't, I, you know, maybe if you have Ian sort of as the rabble rouser in the jury saying, no, Nicole was playing a much more subtle game that you didn't understand her and how she, she do, you know, I could see like a case being made for her for sure. But will it be enough? I, it's hard to see that. Oh, and no. Wow. No, we're uh, we switch to it. So it's more closer. Yeah, this is the Get to see you. Better. I have another camera too. Hold on.
Oh, this is dramatic. Uh, camera one. Dramatic. Dramatic. Uh, this one. Uh, that's not as good, though. Dave, there's no bad angles when you're. There's no bad angles. There's yeah. no bad angles when you're on the cam. This is like a, this is a, much, a, very, a little bit of a different. Uh, this is the old camera. This is like original camera. See, and then I was like, I can't. We need a better camera. And then we went to this camera, and this was your arrow was born. I think that's right. You get a wide shot of all the glorious goodies well, yeah, in the that's background. Why I was like, I have. A, I wanted to get more on camera. That was kind of the original intent, but it's also just a better camera. Okay. And I have something that I'm going to mention now. Um, I'm going to mention later on, but I'm going to mention it tonight. Okay. Something, something for you all, something for you. all. I'll mention it in a bit, but something for you. Just we can continue talking about the show. After we get into spoilers. Post spoilers. I'll talk about it. Okay. So the um, revelation, I I, I like, from an enjoyment standpoint of this episode, there was a lot of things that Enzo did that made me laugh. What you mentioned, especially during the the veto, was hilarious in how just I would say he was throwing it, but it was just so evident that he was completely lost in this episode and that challenge. So that was fun. Um, but the whole conversation with Tyler and Tyler trying to drop truth with Enzo about the commission was hilarious. Hilarious. Well, just okay, because of how cocky Enzo was and how how much hubris he holds, and it's just like it's a combination of the two. It was Tyler thinking at this point, Enzo, who's obviously so close to Cody, didn't know. And the fact that Enzo's reaction, right? Like Playing a rat game, Enzo's doing a great job as a rat. He's a chef's kiss. I don't really respect the game too much, but he's um, Andy has to um, Andy has a uh, um, has to be shaking in his boots because um, he was the rat king. Um, but Enzo's trying to steal that crown. He's gonna try to snatch it. But just the gentle reaction, Dr. Where he puts his head down and he's like, "I already knew," right? Yeah. Okay. But here's my here's my problem with that is okay. that even though yeah he can have that sense of like yeah I already knew this and you're not like blowing my mind and stop trying to act like now oh I was the dummy. Um, but doesn't hit like Tyler telling him this is confirm like just affirmation of this information because he's really only only Cody told him told him this right yeah but memphis hasn't talked to him about this like nicole hasn't talked to him about this uh neither's christmas nobody no the, the others have never gone into that but uh but 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 tyler is so now with tyler telling him this too this is good for him like he can he can still it's still legitimate for him to, to kind of laugh at tyler for thinking that you know he owes him something for this information but it's also that like that now that he knows this he has to consider that where did he really fall into the plans of people like Cody and Nicole long-term? Probably not that much. So he has to, if he had it, even just, a, um, if he's lying there at night thinking about how this game might unfold, that has to be a consideration for him. Right. So two things. One, I 
do find it cute that you think that Enzo's staying up at night thinking about this game. <laughs> I think he spends more time thinking about what hat he's going to wear every day. Right? <laughs> what do you want me to think? That they're not at the game? What is this, what is this puzzle? Uh, the second thing is, I think that Cody has done a great job throughout uh, this entire season making sure that Enzo was in the loop. Enzo never at any point seemed like he was blindsided by information or uh, there was any type of like issue between him and Cody or, or what's going on, even though technically it wasn't part of the decision making, right? He always seemed to be in the loop. He always seemed to be on the, the right side of everything that's going on. So from not being conf not having the information confirmed from other people did he really need to at that point when you've had week after week after week of being told what's going to happen right looped in in terms of what the group that he's not a part of is doing and then seeing it play out getting confirmation from other people about what their actions are right so even though someone didn't actually go and say hey we're part of a group called the commission he's seen the commission work and he's able to have like an overview of seeing all the pe the people running around all the lemmings running around so he has that yeah like yeah it's 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 gotta like be something he can do do with it right like like overall um just sorry i was i was thinking about cody and it's hard to not think about Cody. It's hard not to think about Cody as it relates to this game. Even Jane's like, I'm going for Cody now. Like, I like him. He's a leader. Uh, he's a uh, he's a you know I don't. He, she's like, he wasn't my favorite, but I um, I'm he's the only one that's rootable sort of at this point. I, I sort of understand what she's saying. I've uh, even when Cody was on his original season, I there were things I've always disliked about Cody. Absolutely. But there's always been parts of me that have always liked these other things about him. Even his brother, Polly, had some likable characteristics, although more, I'd say he was way less likable than Cody is. And, like, honestly, if you told me, like, say something positive about each individual, I could. Uh, it's not that I don't necessarily, I know I said it previously that I don't like anyone left. But when I say that, I mean, in terms of like, I root for them, like, you know, I really want to see you win kind of deal, right? But like every single person, even um, Nicole, I can say something positive about, right? And uh, I, 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 try, I try to separate the feelings about how I feel about the people in the game and how I, I think about the person overall in general. Cody is a comp beast regardless of what people think right comp beast is able to win these competitions right and he has he has played the game that ian wanted to play where he lay he you know lays low and for the most part he could have been winning competition after competition early on in this game but he didn't laid low <laughs> laid low with wage somewhere like around week four i think it was but didn't he win first hoh oh yeah it was the first hoh is, right is this, uh, his only hoh since then no he's won um he won in double eviction 
and maybe one other time. This might be his fourth. Is that no? Is this that is his third. Third, third HOH, okay. third veto. Right. So, from the first one to his second one, there was a long gap, right? Where he was laying low, he didn't win anything. He, he kind of seemed like he was relaxing, right? Mm -hmm. He was in discussions and part of the game, but he wasn't at the forefront, right? That's the game that Ian wanted to play. That's the the game that Ian didn't end up playing, right? He didn't That's have any fact. power, mm -hmm. right? So, Cody played well. I still feel that it's kind of scummy in terms of, sorry, in, in terms of the um, the kind of pregame alliance, but separating that altogether, because this is the reality, and you know, he's played a good game. Tyler, Tyler has done well for himself. A couple of mistakes, some sloppy work with Danny. I know people say Danny was sloppy. Yes, Danny was sloppy, but how? Tyler dealt with it also was kind of sloppy and he should not have taken out Danny and that shot that he had, mm -hmm. it seemed kind of like a waste, right? Especially with, um, with, uh, you know, making sure that Nicole, um, didn't get voted out before that. That's some bad work. That's, that's not good. Right. Just, just, if we could just pause on Tyler for just one moment. Um, cause we haven't really talked much about him, but, Tyler, um, we saw his time tonight in this veto competition maxed out at the 25 minutes. But unlike Enzo, who we got some confessionals from and he kind of walked us through why he blundered it, um, you know, we, we didn't see any of Tyler's. Tyler was not even shown to how he went through this competition. I don't even think we watched him start it. So um, what do you think was the story behind that? I think it just got frustrated and he just couldn't do it. Right. Well, why, Sometimes, cut it, why cut it from the edit? Because <laughs> it doesn't look good, right? And it looked it probably looked pathetic, honestly. It probably looked pathetic. At least Enzo's was kind of entertaining. You kind of laugh at it, chuckle. I've never stopped them before from burying somebody. Tyler's one of like Grandner's favorites, so she right? can't, do it. can't do it. She hit can't it. She it. hit his his shame. Yeah. Right. And they didn't show him quitting. Even though that's technically like they've shown people thinking about quitting in the past. Look at Big Brother Canada shown people like, you know, thinking about quitting or talking about quitting. They didn't show like a lick of it at all. Right. right. Even though it was extremely relevant during that that um, that whole week. Um, but is it bad? Is it bad? To, sad to say that. I don't think Tyler's going anywhere. Um, okay, well, okay. I'm not even talking about spoilers. I'm, I'm talking about in terms of what is being presented here. And everything that Tyler says, for the most part, kind of makes sense. Because if you're Cody, and let's say Tyler wins, Tyler's putting up who? He's not going to put up Enzo. So he's going to put up what? Cody mm -hmm. and Nicole? Right, they're gonna Nicole vote out Nicole for sure. Right? Yeah, they're gonna vote out Nicole. Memphis and thing are gonna vote out Nicole. Mm -hmm. Right, and Enzo is gonna vote out Nicole if they put up Cody and and uh, uh, let's say Cody and Enzo. Memphis and Enzo are probably gonna sorry. Memphis and Nicole are probably gonna vote for Cody, and Enzo's gone. If they vote out Cody and put Cody and Memphis up. 
Nicole and Enzo are going to vote out Memphis in a heartbeat. So with Christmas, things get a little bit more, like, a little bit little fuzzier, I feel. And plus, uh, like, we can talk about more, more or less of other stuff later on in spoilers. I think but... that Christmas's membership in this alliance is maybe one of the more interesting parts of this season overall. Like that's more the, which makes it one of the more redeeming parts of this season because, um, you know, I think she's kind of a, she's kind of a quirky woman. I gotta say, uh, you know, she, you know, even just tonight and watching her, um, talk to herself in this veto competition and just some of her moments. And I just think her social dynamics with these people. And now that there's only six of them left, I think that they're just like, Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And now Christmas is on the block and just this, like this, the, the, you know, all the emotion she was giving to Cody in the talk in the HOH. I can't tell how much of that was real, how much of that was fake. The, it was it was a little bit hard to understand because of the intercutting of her confessionals a little bit. Uh, I think it's both. I think it's real slash, like she you realize where your emotions are taking you, and you just kind of you just kind of you know push you you push that up. You start thinking about I'm gonna miss my you know miss my kids more. I'm gonna you know I'm so close, um, you know, and and the feelings just start mixing up and. You just start blabbing on what she was doing. Oh, I just keep pressing my face and liquid comes out. Like that's kind of kind of weird, but it's an interesting phrase, I think, to say to somebody. Like <laughs> I well, I can't wait from years from now that we're having a conversation and I'm gonna say, Oh, I squeeze my face and liquid comes out. Yeah, I'll be like, I know that reference. That's uh, <laughs> I got that reference, everyone. I got that one. Oh and and oh hey watch out Daryl we're not into the spoiler section yet unless we want to jump into the spoilers but um have we covered all everybody in the episode yet we haven't uh, talked about Memphis yet we haven't talked about Memphis we never talk about Memphis because it's Memphis um, Memphis is barely on the show <laughs> special guest star Memphis okay well, we, we saw how- tonight his scene in the episode was a lot about his. Uh, relationship with his father uh, and his, and then becoming a father himself and um, how and how that was a, uh, also tied into what uh, Tyler's struggles were in this episode relating to sort of the loss uh, of his father uh, who was a very significant person in his life. So, um, did you what were you, what were your feelings just after that whole um, thing? So, once again, tying into what I was previously saying, like even though I don't necessarily like these people game wise and. Uh, Memphis is a little bit scummy in general. At no point do I doubt that he loves his wife, that he loves his kids. At no point. So when I'm hearing him talking about him, I'm seeing it being presented on on the video scope, as a Macho Man would say. I yeah. do feel that he's being genuine with Tyler, right? And these are important conversations in terms of building a rapport. And um, if Tyler were to be eliminated, something that Tyler will think back to when it's time to vote. Has he done enough of that? Uh, I don't think so. I think he burned a lot of bridges, right? Memphis in general. Um, This wasn't game, I felt. This was a genuine conversation. And that's where Memphis comes across as being personable and likable. Same thing with Tyler. You feel for Tyler, right? You never doubt Tyler 
when he starts talking like that, when he's usually talking about Angela, right? You could tell, like, she's at the forefront of his mind, right? Angela. <laughs> Angela. Like, you know that he's thinking about her, right? As much as Enzo's thinking about what baseball cap he's wearing on eviction night, um, Tyler's thinking about Angela. I think that kind of might handcuff his game because he's he's not willing to play as free as he used to. But um, that's the only thing that's different from this time to last time, I feel. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, just on this whole thing with Memphis tonight, yeah, like I understood, like, yeah, he, like, this whole thing with his father and becoming father, you know, and he also said, like, I don't think, you know, you can't understand it until you become a parent yourself if you have a son or daughter like i'm like i don't like i think people who are not necessarily parents are me i don't know if they would object to uh that statement or not but um it, that was like i i understood what he where he was coming from but uh as a, as a father myself but i was just like eh, well we'll see you know like that if 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 that's um do, do you feel as a parent that People who don't have children kind of speak on things about parenting where they don't really have a good understanding or the perspective that you have as being a parent. Uh, not necessarily. No, I don't. T- I don't tend to uh, have that opinion largely. Like I like maybe it would depend on the context and who, what the statement were and everything else. But I mostly uh, just like you know because it's more it's more I think it's more to have to do with like what was talked about with unconditional love, and it also kind of goes into the whole like on Survivor they would have like you know the the couple like or the loved one visits, and I think there was a famous scene in Survivor where you know one guy says like you know if, if I have to it's between seeing my mom and seeing my wife it's about seeing my well, maybe it doesn't tie in with that but it's it, it, it's it's just. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, wait, no, this doesn't connect well with what I'm trying to say at all. Forget that part. But um, it, it, just in terms of, you know, I think unconditional love means could mean a whole bunch of things. I think it's hard to, to find. See, whatever I think of the, the loved one's visit for Survivor, to me, it's it doesn't jive so well because, uh, one, <laughs> I'm a single dude. Two, I have no children, and I love my family, but after 26 days of of not eating, I'll probably run to a bottle of ketchup, too. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a weird cat, right? So if there was a, a nice bed, I'll probably run to that. I'll probably stop crying. Maybe a toothbrush. I'll be like, I miss you so much. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Right? I'll start bouncing around. Like, you see when people see showers or peanut butter. Right, these people are emotional wrecks on these shows, right? After 26 days of being taken away from their world per se, so I can buy the family visit. I just, I'm just under the mentality that they would cry for anything that is a comfort of home. For sure, yeah, and and in that way, I think we had a a somewhat human moment from all of the um, all even Memphis here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had sort of some some time here, but who does the episode in terms of the nominations? These two, we have Christmas and Tyler here, who are both liabilities for different reasons to the people who are in power or not on the block here in this case. Um, 
and the whole fact that, you know, who do they want us to believe? Because Cody's like, well, I kind of want a Christmas out, but now I kind of want Tyler out. And, you know, who it would be. And so I think they're trying to leave it kind of ambiguous. Is that how you felt? Yeah. Uh, they typically, like, <laughs> um, both of them didn't do any favors for themselves <laughs> this week in general, right? From what we're presented in, on on the video scope, we're seeing Tyler being kind of sketchy, especially to Enzo. And then you see, like, just the emotional wreck that Christmas is, right? Which uh, doesn't bode well for further, like, endgame scenarios, right? Right. Like, so the question has to be thinking about you can at least talk to Tyler. You can talk to Tyler, right? And like you can there's enough people that can beast out Tyler, right? They say like Tyler's a beast, but it's like very situational. So Yeah, if what is feels, that situ- if he's feeling motivated that day. Yeah. Right? So what exactly like the, the there's a way and plus, you have to kind of see where the pieces lie, right? Is Nicole finally going to win an HOH, right? Because if she does, then that kind of, like, eases a lot of burden for Cody and Enzo, right? It also would help her case. Like, she, if she had an HOH even in the final five, I think, well, A, you know, it gets her to the final four, of course. And it also gives her at least something to say she's done. Um, I, don't, I don't think she's going to win a, a competition this, this year. I don't think she's going to sing, win a single one. Is that intentional or is just... Is I, I think at the beginning it was intentional, but at this point, I no. Like, even, gonna, if it's, even if it's... True or false? You can't even be a winner, true or false? True or... F- like, Slip and Slide, she's not going to win. BB no. Comics, I don't think she's going to win. Nothing uh, physical. I'm talking mental only, right? Like, like even true. mental competition. Like, how many mental competitions do we have? Like... You have the um, well, I, how I everyone I, ties together veto, you know, where it's like, um, you know, add um, who connects to who, you know, and press the button at the end when you connect everyone in the right order type of thing, which was kind of this episode. But I still think that they might do another one and then they might do the poker one or the, the counting one. Right. If they want to show a live um, head of household. But the so, final part of the HOH, part three of the HOH, should Nicole find herself in that uh, final three, which she might, right? Mm-hmm. That's a very good possibility. Like if she can win, if she can somehow win part two and part three of the HOH, and then she is has the power to decide who she sits with in the final two, then you know, uh, that's her threat. Not she's that what you know she could win that kind of a competition. If I would possibly agree if she would take anyone but Cody, but she's not. Right. Even if she will lose to Cody, even if she knows with certainty she will lose to Cody, she will take him to the final two? I think so. Because of the pregame alliance? I think so. It's, it's, it's the... Uh, they have, maybe they have a blood pact that uh, if either of them... Uh... <laughs> Victor... Have, has anyone seen Victor? Is he like in a cage over like spikes? Like a, yeah. a if Batman? You, if you break from this deal, if you, if you do not take me, if you cut me in that way, I will expose us both. And we will both if she wins HOH and, and um, 
and Cody's put on the block, you see the the spikes, the the cage just fall to the spikes <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> She's like, no, no, don't, <laughs> no. <Right. laughs> Who? Okay, if you were Cody though, uh, assuming this is all about Cody, and it always is, who do you want out? Do you want Memphis? Or, sorry, do you want Tyler out or Christmas out? What's or who's what's better for your game? Was not what do you want, but what's better for your game? Honestly, I think getting Tyler out is the better decision long term, because I think that you can vote out Co- um, Christmas. You can you can beat Christmas, and if by chance she does. Um, when you can kind of convince Christmas about it, you can convince Christmas, right? You mm-hmm. can change her mind, right? Um, Memphis is too stubborn, right? And Christmas knows this. Nicole knows this. Enzo knows this. So you can get people against Memphis, no problem, Right, people are tired of doing what Memphis wants. So you want a person like Memphis there because, like, people want to take him out. Christmas is loyal to a fault. She even named her son loyal, as we know. Right? Uh, Yeah, I agree with you. I think that what Tyler said tonight, where he's like, "If I were these people, I'd want to vote me out too." And I go, "Yeah, you're exactly that's exactly spot on, Tyler, and that's exactly what they should do because you could like, yeah, right now you're in sort of your your." mopey mode or whatever but like you're gonna come out of it and you're gonna start winning competitions down the stretch and i think people see that and i think that that this is uh, the fact that this this might be a dumb move if it's any if he's feigning it in any way yeah. uh you know but i don't have any evidence to suggest that cody shouldn't leave it a chance he can like at this point he can beast out the rest of cops right and right keep himself in a good position. But with Tyler there, there's always going to be a little bit of doubt, right? right. You, you don't... It's not that you you lose one and you're gone. It's if you lose the wrong one or if you lose multiple. And Christmas can totally beat you in terms of an HOH or a veto one time, but she's not going to win an HOH and a veto. She's not going to win like stuff back to back to back. Tyler can do that. Christmas cannot. Is there any chance they would want to vote out Christmas just for the sake of the fact that they don't want to live out there for another week and they want to send her to Jury House? <laughs> Even though they That's know it's definitely not a reason to vote out Christmas. Definitely. Because you see it there. like, And when we get into spoilers, we could talk about specific scenarios that occurred. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, well, I'm, I'm ready for spoilers if you are. I think we covered everything in the episode. So uh, if you're leaving us now, uh, join us tomorrow night as we'll be covering the eviction uh, between Christmas and Tyler. But if you're uh, coming with us into the spoiler territory, we're going to kind of find out what's uh, happening. Make sure you have your tums ready. Uh, who knows? Just final, in case. As we had, do you think um, do you think we'll find out, uh, Jamil, who uh, the HOH is tomorrow night? Do you think it will be a live HOH or do you think it will be an after the fact? Um, let's see. It would be October. Second week of October. Uh, is it second week of October? Second week of October. So I would say yes. This would be sweeps would be next week. Sweeps would be either next week. Yeah, sweeps would be next week. So I, I'm. I think so. So I. I think it will be live. Okay. All right. So we think we're gonna have a live one. Let's get. Okay. Uh, if you're joining, leaving us now, then we'll see you later. But here comes the spoiler warning. <laughs> Yeah.
And I don't even need those emojis there though because um, the mojos, the emojos, the emojos. <laughs> okay, so okay, uh, Gerald, I've been wanting to show your comment for a while. Uh, so you're saying Daryl's always giving us the live feeds. Uh, Nicole Frenzel and Memphis uh, want Tyler out. Enzo is fine with that as well. Nicole mainly just wants revenge on Tyler for nominating her, but obviously Enzo and Memphis want to protect the other uh, members of the Wise Guys Alliance's Christmas. Okay, so what are you saying here? You're saying... <laughs> I have to... Uh, that Nicole wants Tyler out because uh, of course, of course, he, he, of course, Nicole. Well, you think she would want Christmas out almost more, but I get why she wants Tyler out. Well, Christmas is totally throwing Tyler under the bus, and I, I think Nicole knows that Tyler's the bigger threat, and Christmas can be taken care of later on. All right, so makes more sense yeah, to get rid. It of Tyler. makes more sense here to get rid of Tyler. Like if if you're any, like if you want to put yourselves in any of their shoes, you should say. Who would you vote out? You're given the choice to vote at Christmas or Tyler here at Final Six. Just like forgetting all the the drama of the game and who's backstabbed who and whatever. You just have to look at face value of who these players are. You have to want Tyler out more. Have to. You have, have to. to. It's like it's it's like it's like so it's so tempting to get rid of Tyler here. Um, especially knowing what he's done already. He's won competitions and by incredible margins. Right, exactly. You know, and they they haven't had the chance to get rid of Cody, but I gotta think if he was on the block, if there was a chance to take out Cody, I know that we keep saying no, he wouldn't go, he wouldn't go, but there's gotta be a chance that they would have to. Think you can't, maybe. you can't, you wouldn't put yourself in that type of position if you're Cody. You don't put yourself in that position. No, he wouldn't go in that position anyway. He wouldn't be in what the situation Tyler's in. And I think that's what Tyler is probably. He's, if you want to think that Cody's a good player, which I think that that's the thing that you know, maybe it's rootable about him. It's just that, like, at least he's playing well. At least he seems to be controlling things. And if you just want to, like, say, like, who played Big Brother well? Cody's technically doing it well, even if he's... Even, like, with Paul. Like, you know, when Paul... Um, even though not everyone liked them, uh, it was... It was... Uh, um, I have to keep... Uh, it, it was more about how Paul was... Pied playing with amateurs, playing with amateurs, right? Yeah. But because, but basically ran the game, you know. And so you can say that you can say that these are not all stars. You know, the likes of David and even Kevin and whomever. But at the same point, Paul playing with amateurs and kind of controlling the game is one thing. Cody's playing this game, and he isn't as gimmicky <laughs> as Paul was, right? And didn't have like an overbearing nature like like Paul did. Cody has been fairly cool. Everything has been laid out and he's just let things happen. He didn't overplay his hand. Paul pl overplayed his hand a ton of time. Terrible like terrible terrible uh jury management. You can't say the same thing about Cody. Right? When like people talking about like blood on people's hands the only real blood that people have is following Cody, mm -hmm. right? So it's like, are you mad at Cody? Well, I'm mad that he had this great advantage, but 
is it Cody's fault that everyone else stayed loyal to this pre this idea of keeping him around? It's not Cody's fault, right? Is it Cody's fault that people you know acted the way they did? That is not no. Cody's fault. No, Cody's right? played well. It's just like it's not necessarily a fun game to watch, but it's very much like the Derek game. He learned very much. He played with Derek. He was and he learned that was his almost his mentor. And here yeah. we're seeing almost a flawless game. And if Cody wins, which I think he he's very well lately likely to, it's just you see it coming forever. So here Daryl saying though his boy Memphis is the next HOH, and he says Cody and Nicole are going up. So bye bye Cody. This perfect game is going down, oh. says Daryl. And Daryl, mark his words, he can be correct about these things, you know. And he must be wrong. It's we'll see. We'll see how this uh, plays out. Uh, J- Jamil, you're shaking your head. I, I don't, don't think, think you're, so. you're you're on board with the, what Daryl's saying about Memphis. So. No, I don't think Memphis is going to win. HOH. Memphis has won HOHs at all the wrong times. Every time Memphis wins <laughs> HOH, our mood visibly goes down. We're like, oh, <laughs> a Memphis HOH week. Yay. Uh, here we go. But he slinks back into the shadows. I don't think he can do that in, in this one. No, so. if he wins the next HOH, then he would be, uh, he can't slink into a, the shadows of Final Four. Uh, he's one of the final four, so it's what it is. So if it's Cody and Nicole, then it's Enzo and Christmas voting. So Nicole is gone. And Cody's staying. Right. So <laughs> I don't know how Cody would leave on, on that type of scenario. No, Cody's going to win. I think Cody's going to win. <laughs> Even, if, even like, if Memphis wins HOH, it's not going to matter. It's uh, it's over. You would need Memphis and Christmas to vote. And that would mean Enzo would have to be HOH. Right? And then Memphis is not putting up Cody. So <laughs> why is this even a question? Um, it really shouldn't be. You know? Yeah. It, just... Yeah. Well, it, it, no, this is Cody. This is Big Brother's Big Brother Twenty Two, Cody. Congratulations, Cody! Yeah, it's the whole season. Yep. All right. You guys um, unlock. Is there any other spoilers that we need to know about? Um, how Christmas is says she's not getting voted out on her son's birthday. And then Cody goes, um, I don't care. It's her, her son's birthday. That's her issue, not mine. Um, I love that conversation. Who was, the one, who was the one in the past, the player from a few years ago, uh, who, who famously yelled at another one saying, on oh, my daughter's birthday. On oh, my that? daughter's birthday. I don't know. I, I want to let me look that. Let's see if I can get like that. A couple of years ago on the U- Big Brother US. Um, uh Jeez, Let's see Carol, if I can. You remember? Um... Oh, full copy pasta. I love. Who said this? Um, who said this? Uh... My daughter's birthday. I I I found the copy pasta of it. Um, jeez, I'm trying to. F- I could probably tell you the entire line, but Daryl saying, "Oh, that Rockstar. Rockstar, Rockstar." That's who it was. Man, how did I forget that? Uh, let's get some Big Brother Radio Theater. <clears throat> Want to talk about that? Because I haven't talked to you the entire time. Big and Brother Radio campaign. Theater, I love it. 
you are a piece of crap. I cannot, I cannot, on my daughter's birthday, believe that you would sit there and do crap like that. You're a bold face, disgusting, disgusting. I haven't talked to you in three days. You didn't campaign to me. You, you, I, I cannot, I cannot, disgusting. I can't believe on my daughter's birthday, you would drag up my name through the mud like this. You are disgusting. Do you understand? That's fine, because the public saw who I voted out, and it was you, and we'll get you out again. So that's cute. That's real cute. That's cute. That's cute. Real cute. <laughs> oh my god! You couldn't write dialogue so good. Uh, it's so real. Thank you, Rockstar. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, no one, no person in the right mind would ever write that on the page. But it would make an amazing play. Uh, just a, like a like with a monologue, I think. Yeah. It's like I could just imagine some um, some uh, uh, millennial is going to um, uh, their uh, audition, and they're like, "I'd like to um, perform a scene from um, Big Brother um, uh, monologue by Rockstar." A second. Oh, you have okay, a second one. Oh, here you got another. No, 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 I'm just, saying, I'm just saying they, they emotionally prepare themselves, and then they say something like that. Yeah, I need more of her. I need more of her transcripts. Uh, I need more Big Brother transcripts where I can reenact them. There, um, there has to be Big Brother transcripts. <laughs> Big Brother. Uh, transcripts. I think that might be an interesting um, concept. Yeah. Concept for the rest of this season is um, each uh, person um, takes. Um, an important monologue. Maybe um, Jeff does Dan's funeral. Yeah, right? Dan's funeral. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's gonna be an which, interesting concept. Uh, well, you know, we gotta find some way to entertain ourselves. There hasn't been that many thing. Oh, um, Jane has to do Davon's speech. Davon's eviction speech. Let's see if she can do it in one breath. <laughs> Davon's. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh... oh my gosh. Let's see, Dan's funeral. Oh, I'm trying. I'm trying to find something. Yeah, I should be. I should have. Uh, I don't. There's dead, like dead air here going. But <clears throat> hello, and uh, and yeah, just on yeah. That I think that would be a, a lot of fun. But uh, uh, who? Okay, so we established that. Who actually is going to go? Nicole and Memphis are going to get Tyler out. That's the, how the vote goes. So the, um, Enzo's going with them. So it, it is Tyler tomorrow, for sure. As of, right think, now, as of right now, it will be Tyler. I think so. Okay. And that's what they should be. Okay. And then we'll see who wins the next one. But we need more of uh, of Jamil Robinson's Big Brother Radio <laughs> Theater. I think uh, I'm with you on that. It's uh, you, you kind of created that a little bit more than I did. But that, was, that was really good. You know, at, at, at a certain point, it's like, why not? Why not? I just, I just want scripts. Yeah, that was, um, that was good. Thanks, Commish. Thanks, Commish. Especially your rock star. Yeah. Or if you don't, no, do you know Zach Rance um, quotes or something? That'd be great. Oh, my gosh. Like five people that annoy me: people that talk, people that eat, people that sleep, people that breathe, people that live. Although I never want to see someone do Doctor Will's. Am, am I? Because no one just sounds as like sly and 
he's such a snake, but such a lovable snake. Christine, if we pulled out the Big Brother dictionary and we looked up the word floater, it would be a picture of you and Gin City holding hands, never being called to the Dairu. Basically irrelevant. <laughs> oh, you're you're oh you're reading it right now. Yeah, oh, these are like... Zach Grant's like uh quotes. Um Yeah, Fruit Loop Dingus. Yeah. Maybe something about Nicomus and the invention of the backdoor. Yeah. Uh, what else? Why could, they couldn't find Nakomis and get her to be on this season? I was like Nakomis and Cowboy. I don't know who those people are. Um, Nakomis and um, was on a season where the twist was everyone's related. Someone ha has someone that's related, and um, what they found out was uh, Nakomis's long lost brother was. Uh, this dude called who was nicknamed Cowboy, and he was like an all men's alliance. Um, and she's this like gothic, you know, her name's Nicomis, right? And um, she, who did she vote out? Was it James? Not James. Was she, on the, was she on like the Evil Dick season? No, this is season five. Oh, okay. So Evil Dick was season eight. Mm hmm. Right, it was the one after All Stars, um, and she was in the pool, and she was like thinking about the rules, and she's like, "Hey, let's not put up our main target. Um, let's, um, you know, not put him up, and then whoever wins veto out of us, uh, we use the veto, and then we put we put our target up, and he can't compete in the veto to take himself off." Right? She basically invented the back door. All right, and um, people just weren't prepared for that type of like high level thinking about the game. Of like, she didn't break the game, but it's like it's one of those situations where people like when when it dawned on the dude that they want to backdoor, and he he realized the situation he was in. He was like, "Damn!" Like he could like it wasn't it wasn't something that he thought about. Um, you should like there's. In earlier seasons, even though it is different from from what we're used to right now, there are some real nuggets of like strategy that it just kind of blows you away sometimes, right? Um, mm -hmm. no, no, like YouTube does a great job in terms of supercuts. So like supercuts of like Will, of like Dan, Nokomis, Janelle in terms of like Janelle is a boss for a reason, and it isn't just because she won comps. It's also how she like portrayed herself, right, as like a very confident and strong woman on the show. Where a lot of times you didn't really have that like backing up your talk, and that was Janelle. Janelle was like she backed up what you said, and you saw like um, reinventions of that kind of mold and like Rachel Riley. Um, although Rachel really cried so goddamn much, uh, it's ridiculous. But um, I'm going on and on about stuff. I will work on Big oh, Brother sorry. Radio Theater, <laughs> and um, but how do you feel about um, this Thursday? Do you think that you're going to be happy at the outcome and how things are portrayed? Uh, how are they portrayed? Will I be happy after tomorrow night's episode? Is your question? Um... 
I guess so. Uh, I guess not. No, I don't know. (laughs) Because it's going to be Tyler, and I understand that that is the person that needs to go. So just from the analytical left brain side of me is saying, yes, of course, Tyler must go. And you can get out Memphis later, but or sorry, Christmas later. But the thing with Christmas is, um, you know, I just don't like her, and I want her to go. I want the villains of this show to die. But like, you know, basically, yeah, I'm left kind of here cheering either for Enzo or Cody. But Cody deserves it more. Enzo falling into the wind would be, I would be fine with that. Um, I don't. But think... you just feel like you're settling. I'm settling. I'm not cheering for this to happen. I'm. Fi- I would be quite content with it it would be uh, an outcome that i think would be poignant i think cody winning is almost uh too much it's... like a foregone conclusion slow moving train wreck it's like yep you crossed the finish line we saw it all the way back at like 50 meters and a thousand meeting meters later he's finally crossed the finish line well, it's a runaway season right yeah That's what kind of, this has kind of been um and the players that could have challenged Cody, allied with him, and then basically died. Uh, you know when when it came down to it here, which was t- which is Christmas, which is co- uh, and Tyler. Now we'll see what Christmas does. To, who knows? She's the next HOH. Who knows? What the heck does she do then? Um, so, but this is why people like Cody and Tyler should be taken out during the double eviction or triple eviction, triple eviction right? Eviction. Just so that you know. It's quick and easy. He has so much power that people can make split second decisions that like change stuff. Right. That's the time that you take that shot at people and you force their hand. Um, but you have to make sure you hit. Like the only reason why Tyler would survive is because he had a full week to campaign. Right. Right. But you know, he- I don't know. Like, uh, I, I'm all the fine rest- with Tyler going too. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm like, well, it could have been a great season, but now Tyler's gone. Like, whatever, Tyler's gone. Yeah. See, you, see you never. Who cares? See you never. That's a Zach Rance. I'm channeling the Zach Rance there. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Let's wrap up tonight. So we'll be back tomorrow night to cover the eviction, um, and it will be, uh, I think, probably Tyler. So. Um, and we'll, we never know what happened to Jeff Mater. Uh, is he, is he here? Oh, is he here? Is he here? Nope. It's just nope. He's still working on that challenge. Still working on it. He's, he's working on it. Boo. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> Jeff, he's, you know, it's, it's tough out there. It's, it got, it was windy today. You probably had to walk against the wind as a postman. So sure. it, it was, it was a rough time. But we appreciate you, Jeff. We do. We do. All right. So, What's on tap for the rest of the week for Super Mater Brothers podcast? Oh, well, I'm glad you've asked, Jamil. Um, you know, oh. Sorry. Uh, don't let me, like, yeah, Daryl just commented. But uh, yeah, here on Live Long and Podcast this week, well, we've already had our Tuesday night D Space Nine rewatch, uh, which uh, was last night. What, Jamil, uh, uh, you may have been away for that one, but you missed uh, a fine episode in Melora. Uh, which uh, floating in air? I saw the episode. I just slept through the actual podcast. Oh, I need to get your rating, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I'll get that off air. But uh, yeah, so then once just tonight uh, here we did original series rewatch where we covered an episode called "The Devil in the Dark," which mm-hmm. was uh, about Kirk and Spock uh, chasing around a lava monster in a cave. Uh, 
And then uh, tomorrow night we'll be covering Star Trek Lower Decks as they will be finishing the tenth. Their first, sorry, their, with their tenth episode this first season will be concluding. Uh, we're going to be uh, finishing that up, Jamil. I'm excited to talk about that, and hopefully Jeff's there too. We'll see. Uh, I know, I, I at least I know I will be there to talk about it. Uh, so <laughs> I, you know, if we can get all three of us in the same place at the same time, magic will happen. Tomorrow night it will just be you and Jeff, and I'll just be mysteriously gone. So it you'll will... be still running the board, though. You just mean I'm, I'm not going to be on. I have I'm to sorry. run the board. Yeah, like the thing is, like I have to. There's someone has to be be here to turn it on. Uh, it doesn't have to be me, but yes. Uh, so we'll be here to cover that. Also, we'll be doing here. We'll be on Big Brother, so we have both double duty tomorrow night. And uh, and then after we complete that on live, uh, sorry, with Lower Decks uh, tomorrow, we're going to be heading into next week as, as Star Trek Discovery starts its third season. Uh, this whole it's almost like a new reboot of that show. So I'm going to be covering that, uh, I believe, with Adam Woodward and hopefully Michael Chan and uh, and 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 Josh Shields. So they are going to be, or at least one or a combination of those people. Maybe some Jody appearances in a couple episodes. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll see. I don't know. I don't like uh, uh, Jody has a strong dislike to the show. I don't think it's a healthy thing. So it's uh, well. I hope that this the series makes him a believer. He's able to find some enjoyment, and then he can come on the show and say, "Folks, I thought this uh, this series was going to go in the toilet, and I'm wrong." Maybe we might see that. We don't know. There's a great unknown out in the future. And the you and um, uh, the, the team that you've put together are going to discover if it is true or not. Disco, disco. And uh, just the last plug, we also have, uh, well, we also do Star Trek uh, Radio Theater, which we won't be doing this weekend. We're taking a weekend off uh, for Thanksgiving. But uh, we're going to be back to do voyagers in the flesh which is a episode with species 8472 if you have any familiarity with that that's gonna be a lot of fun uh we're going to be having um a bunch of different people i think ashley's playing chakotay and we got a, got a whole bunch of different things going on in that story and uh trivial debates is our other channel so just one thing here last from daryl he's saying the bros from the shore can see the finish line i think that's he's talking about cody and enzo yeah i was looking past tyler's presumed eviction this week and uh how things might play out on thursday so it, he's saying cody and enzo what if cody and enzo is final two does cody win for a joke cody wins for sure like it's <laughs> no doubt no doubt I, I i don't know how you can so is is, is enzo just playing for the fifty thousand for the second place i think that's how much his um his 80 inch television is yeah so he's good with that yeah, and he'll be feel good about it. The game he played, and he'll be able to go home happy. So he didn't get third place; he got second place this time. Yeah, that's an improvement. <laughs> I did a little bit. He's better. like next All Stars. I'll be I'll be one, number one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. I'm. We're gonna sign off. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow night. Take care and stay safe. And remember to follow the golden rule. Oh, thank you.